following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang bang, what is up you guys? Welcome to episode 69 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrum. And this is Stank. Stank, I put up my Christmas tree uh, last night. Oh, yeah. how did it feel? Um, well, it was very tiny and it's very easy to put. It's already, it's one of those pre-lit tiny Christmas yeah. trees. It's about maybe three feet. Um, so I, all I really did was take it out of the box and put it on the little thing, but Hey, I, I put it up. That's a building. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, would normally wait till after Thanksgiving, but, uh, with, I don't know, I was just bored and did it. Yeah. And it also took two minutes to set up. Uh, I, believe i've mentioned before i it's i'm a nerd so my christmas tree the last time i had it up was thanos themed or infinity war themed uh and by that what i mean is i only decorated half of the tree my tree topper is the infinity or the infinity gauntlet and uh it will be the same theme this year i just i need to go buy some more ornaments which like I, I mean, it's just really neat, shitty little dollar store ones. But I've also started yeah. my Christmas shopping. Um, I I was actually pretty bummed out earlier in the week to find out. So I I started for for a lot of you guys, as in you, you know, my like my friends. I started yeah. buying you guys stuff like June. <laughs> oh so, shit! Yeah, so I've had stuff for for like a handful of of you guys uh, for a while now. But the only thing is, uh, Matt Nix, friend of the show, uh, whose birthday was uh, Thursday. Happy birthday! Yes, Nick. happy birthday! Uh, yeah. He, I had bought him. So he's a big fan of Jurassic Park, and I had bought him this like awesome Jurassic Park like diorama thing. Basically, just a big statue of uh, with T Rex with the Jeep flipped over. Uh, probably yeah, like June, maybe May, and yeah realized huh i never got any i haven't gotten anything like confirmation or hey it's a little late because like one of your pres- oh, yeah. like one of your presents they were like hey it, you know we were supposed to ship october it's it'll probably ship november instead which like i get it you know we we work retail as well so i i fully yeah. understand uh people being behind on stuff but with nicks it I just never got anything. I had contacted the company and got some very generic email and was just like, mm, nope. I'm like, this is for sure fake. And so like, I called my credit card company. I had to cancel that. Um, oh, that sucks. Yeah. But, I've had that happen a few times. Well, yeah. I mean, like, which sucks. But I'm like, also, it's like, well, I bought this off an Instagram ad. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, I've bought things off of Instagram before and typically it, They've never been like fake or bootleg, but I got got this time, um, which sucks. But uh, yeah, you know, Christmas is it's right around the corner. I know this week is Thanksgiving. Um, should have been. Well, I mean, it'll still be Thanksgiving for for you in, in your household, yeah. but it, it would have been Thanksgiving too. Uh, which listen, we'll still be we're, we're still dropping a Thanksgiving two episode next week. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but yeah, like it's it's gonna be weird. I I've, I've mentioned to my family it was just supposed to be about eight of us, and I'm like I don't feel comfortable. Um, you, you know, I'm like it's still it's still a little weird 
yeah. with, with everything right now. But uh, what about you and your family? What are you guys going to do for Thanksgiving? Well, you know, the the whole like the original idea of Thanksgiving. You know, we weren't sure how it was going to work the first time, and then like we really packed the house and then the garage. Then we had the heater going, but it was fun. Like you know, half of us were sitting in the cold garage, <laughs> but everyone was talking, everyone was laughing, um, and just seeing some of my like personal friends and some of my work friends kind of commingling a little bit, and then you know, our dogs walking around begging every single person for food. It was just, it was so fun. And we were really looking forward to this year. So that kind of sucks. But like, even before like the COVID restrictions got even more cracked down, we kind of just, we kind of saw the tea leaves and we're like, "Eh, it might not be a good look. So, um, no, we're we're just going to have a traditional, uh, regular Thanksgiving, We've got two, maybe three turkeys going. Um, so we got one big one. We got one like medium sized one, and then my brother wants to deep fry one, which we've deep fried a bunch of turkeys in the past, but it, it's been a while. Um, but it's just when you have so many people in your family, everyone's going to want leftovers. So we got that planned. Um, it should be pretty low key, and I should be eating some leftovers for like all eternity, which. I don't mind. I love cold turkey. So, um, but you, you're not going to your family. What are you going to be doing? Um, I will probably be eating uh, frozen pizza, and <laughs> I don't know. You know, I'm not. I'm a not sure. What's up? A, a proper bachelor's Thanksgiving. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, I mean, I could, I'll probably be tell my mom. Like, so I haven't seen my mom. Uh, again, like once I saw that COVID cases were rising, I just I I didn't want to be at home. I don't or my parents' house. I didn't want to go see them and stuff like that. I I was like, you know what? Let me go get a COVID test and I'll, just to be sure, just to make you know, I I have no reason to think I have COVID. Um, but I was like, let me let me just be safe. Let me just double check. I mean, if one of them has it uh, you know and like that's one thing but because i i I can't have everyone in my life get tested just so we you know and quarantine just so that we all know unfortunately it's just not the way the world works right now but if i can at least guarantee that like i'm you know good and masked up and stuff and i feel a little bit more comfortable seeing them uh so like my mom like she's made food all this week and been like hey do you want some and i'll be like yeah I'll come by, just leave it on the porch, and then, you know, she stands behind like the the the, gla- the glass door. I guess is what it is. You know, she'll stand behind the door, and I'll just grab she'll it. Just and- hold her hand up to it. See, <laughs> yeah. basically like that. Basically, as if I'm behind jail. Um, but I mean, yeah. I could probably finesse some food that way as well. Especially because my uncle, he loves to cook, so he'll for sure yeah. just cook up a bunch of shit, and they never finish the food anyway. Um, but it's never, it's not even really like, I mean, we're Mexican, so it's never like turkey. Like nobody, nobody likes turkey. It's usually like, uh, pasta, tamales, um, like chicken, you know, like it's just an assortment of, of foods. So that's why it's always weird to me. Like I've never had a traditional like turkey. Like I, I won, there was one Thanksgiving where I went to an ex-girlfriend's house and it was an actual like, uh, Thanksgiving meal, which was weird because like they were super Mexican and I'm not saying Mexican people don't have traditional Thanksgiving uh, meals. 
just in my head, I was like, okay, I'll probably show up and it'll be similar to like dinners I've had at my house and like relatives houses and stuff like that. But it was a full on, you know, turkey and yams and cranberry and all that stuff. And well, and typically when you think of like traditional depictions of Thanksgiving, it's always like a nice uh, Caucasian family in sweaters just laughing, <laughs> clinking glasses of wine and carving into the turkey. I get it. Yeah, and it's so I'm just I'm not used to that. I mean, even like last yeah. year at, at your place, you guys had turkey, but there was so much other stuff like uh uh Monica Heredia, oh, you know, she, she made brought oh, she brought so many tamales. Paul made some fucking really good chicken. Like everyone just made a lot of really good stuff and I think yeah. that's I think that's what I'll miss most cuz you mentioned like when we had Thanksgiving one, um it was just like oh there's x amount of people here in this room and then you could kind of i like i like doing it just at parties in general you know you you go like into one room and there's you know x amount of people just kind of congregating talking and yeah. chit-chatting and stuff like that and then you go into the next room and kind of just go room to room and hang out with yeah. everyone for a little bit um but yeah i mean i'll probably like just wind up staying home watching tv like uh, i've been doing a lot of that I uh episode four of Mandalorian dropped. Um I stayed up really late to watch that. Uh you watched it as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. Without giving out like too many spoilers, I guess. Uh what did you think? Well, so I I watched it earlier today. Or no no. Uh well technically earlier today. Like around midnight we started watching it. And before that my brother came home, he's he's like He's like, hey, did you see uh, Mandalorian? I was like, yeah. He's like, ah, I didn't like it. And then someone else called and said I wasn't a big fan. I was like, what are you? a lot of people saying they're not big fans of these episodes. This one I thought was was pretty good. I mean, it, it wasn't the most action-packed one. But, um, yeah, I mean, little to no spoilers here. I'll just speak in vague generalities. But, like, you saw some some references to season one. You saw some references bridging you know, the original trilogy to the new trilogy. Um, you know, lots of little, lots of little foreshadowings happening in this episode. It, it definitely was kind of like, uh, building up to other stuff. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I, I've been a big fan of even the slower episodes of the Mandalorian. Um, and I, I think I'm typically more like that with shows that I like, like we used to watch, uh, the Sopranos when it was on HBO Mm-hmm. And there would be times where Annie would be like, oh, this is just talking. There's no murdering. I was like, I like the talking episodes. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm a wild unicorn when it comes to that sort of thing. But I uh, liked it. What, what did you think? I Well, I wasn't a fan of this episode either, mo- mainly because it was a Gina Carano episode. Like, for, for those of you unaware, Gina Carano, I, last season I, I liked her character. I was like, oh, okay, this is fun. This is cool. Um, her dude. Yeah. yeah, Cara Dune. But lately on Twitter, she's been a big like uh, recount, recount. Uh, co- oh, really? COVID, COVID isn't real. Uh, recount. COVID isn't real kind of person. And I'm just like, oh, like. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And listen, people people are allowed to have whatever political views and think what they think. You, you know, you should, for the most part, be able to like uh, distinguish artists and, and their work. But when you have like 
so many people dying daily. And right. you're Something's still, happening. When yeah. something is very clearly happening, you're still like, no, it's not real. I just, I don't have any time, you know, like, uh, yeah, you know, like there's a lot of, listen, there's been a lot of wrestlers that I, that I've kind of had to just like, oh, okay. Like you think this is about freedom? What's up? Yeah. This last year has been really eye opening about dumb wrestlers. (laughs) Exactly. You know, there's not a lot of like, they're taking away our freedoms because we can't have Thanksgiving. It's like, uh, oof. You know, but I mean, it, it was fine. Like, you know, you mentioned there was uh, there was some interesting stuff that they referenced. I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Spoiler alert. Um, we saw some Palpatine clones. Yes. Well, some people think they were Palpatine clones. Some people, some people think they were Snokes. Or, yeah, Snow or Snoke, because that's what they were trying to, re- you know, that's what yeah. we saw in, in episode nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So some snow clones, Palpatine clones, whatever the case may be. I'm just at this point fully convinced that Baby Yoda is in fact Baby Yoda. You know, just a, yeah. a clone. Uh, but I mean, it's it's interesting. You know, like I next episode is supposed to be Ahsoka's episode, and again, I I have no familiarity with the character. Other. Oh, I'm uh, very excited about that. Yeah. Other than hey, Rosario Dawson is playing her. She's been campaigning yeah. to play her forever, and I love Rosario Dawson and anything she's in. So um, I'm excited to see that. But uh, aside from for Mandalorian, this week I was, I was deep, deep, deep in uh, this Amazon show that I discovered called Wayne. Are, are you familiar with the show Wayne at all? Yeah, I was actually – so I saw a trailer for it a while back, and then it came back into my feed like within the last – two or three weeks and I, I showed Annie and I was like, Hey, we got to watch this, but we have so many shows that we're watching. It's really hard to just slide another one in to pay attention to. So, um, but I definitely know what it is. It looks really good. Um, yeah, they were saying it was made from the makers of Deadpool. Yeah. I, which I wasn't aware of until I tweeted about it and they were like liking my stuff and those very confused. I was like, where was where, where are these guys liking my stuff? But yeah, it's uh, it's about a boy named Wayne. He lives in uh, Massachusetts. Has that very heavy Massachusetts accent, which I love. Like I, yeah. I, I love that. Uh, and so the story is his dad passes away in episode one. It's not a spoiler because it's the main crux of the story. But before he passes away, he talks about like yeah, before, um, you know, before your mom left us, he's like I, I fixed up this fucking car and. It's one of those muscle cars. He's like, it was, it was beautiful. He's like, it was supposed to be yours. It, it would have been left to you, you know, once I passed away. But um, he's like, I, I finally finished fixing it up. And then her and her boyfriend fucking stole it from me and ran away. And every year on his birthday, the dude sends him a postcard of him with a car and his ex-wife. Like, the real shitty thing to do. Yeah. Dad passes away and Wayne's like, all right, I'm going to go fucking take that car back. And he takes along with him his girlfriend that he like just met uh, earlier in the day. It's very, it has a very like Bonnie and Clyde feel to it, but it's really good. It was, uh, it was a YouTube show. Like remember, there was a while where YouTube wanted to do TV. Like I know that Cobra Kai show was one of them. Um, Mm -hmm. This was one of those as well that you know Amazon bought up and and they put up, and it's it's a really fun show. You know, like if if you guys have time. It's 10 episodes, only about half an hour each. Really good storytelling. 
you know it's it's really fun um the, again the character of wayne it's he kind of reminds me of john moxley yeah i mean that's a pretty apt like from from the trailers i saw yeah mm-hmm. very how would how would we describe john moxley in this instance kind of like a, he's kind of like a, like a cowboy almost you know like yeah like a modern cowboy that's a good way to exactly describe it. like he yeah. is just he is that he is the embodiment of of a modern cowboy and you know i mean just there's not that many characters in the show the the main antagonist which is the son of uh the man who who stole his dad's car like yeah. perfectly cast as being like the shit heel that you just you want to see this guy get his ass kicked uh really so it's a really good show really fun would would highly recommend there's a particular dance scene that i post that i was posting about because it was just so goofy and it made me laugh but again if if you guys any of you guys have prime um go ahead and check it out like it's again only 10 episodes so it'll be a quick breeze um but speaking of like the creators of Deadpool um, kind of shifting into like a little bit of movie news. They announced Deadpool three is coming. Um, yes. Are you, is this something you're looking forward to? Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I, I've made no, no bones about like, I'm not a big fan of the stuff that like Fox was doing with, uh, you know, the Marvel stuff, like all the X-Men stuff. But like when you know, I was a big fan of Deadpool when I was younger. And then that whole campaign that Ryan Reynolds did to kind of get it to happen, you know, they, somehow the test footage got leaked, quote unquote. And then everyone's like, yeah, we want this movie. And so um, the, the, the big fear was like for fans like Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2 was that once Disney acquired Fox, you know, all the entertainment properties, what – what do they do? Because Deadpool kind of doesn't fit into the traditional Marvel universe model that they, you know, it's a little bit raunchier. Um, let's famously, they were the, the highest grossing R rated film or action film. Right. And so like, does that fit into the Marvel cinematic universe? And I think they can make room for that. Um, and also I think Ryan Reynolds said, you know, unless Disney wanted to keep the true spirit of how Deadpool one and two were, he wouldn't want to do it. So, I mean, all signs point to this is great. Um, I was actually was watching Disney plus. Um, they released a series called uh, Marvel six one six. Yes. How is that? I have been wanting to, to watch. <laughs> well, that. the first episode, the first episode was on the toy uh, Japanese Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. But on, you know, when you go to the show, on you know they have like a background graphic. They had a picture of Deadpool, you know, doing like the Justin Bieber heart hand symbol. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow, that's kind of weird, just seeing Deadpool on the Disney Plus app. And then this news came out. I'm like, oh hey, maybe they're, you know, also those two movies were made on pretty short budgets. So to see Deadpool's perfect for this acquisition thing too he can comment on fox's x-men he can comment on disney owning him now like the vessel of deadpool can do meta commentary that most characters can't even address so it'll be interesting to see how this works i i also i always also imagine you know how cable was in deadpool 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> and josh brolin was cable he's also thanos 
There's got to be some kind of commentary about him reminding him of someone. I don't know. Well, in, <laughs> but, in Deadpool 2, he calls him Thanos. Like, yeah, he, de- he definitely calls him Thanos. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, well, who's, who knows? I mean, seeing Deadpool with a bigger budget and also seeing how it connects to how they're, what they're going to do with the mutants, I'm pretty excited. See, I, I with Deadpool is weird. Like, I am not a fan. Of, it's, I, like the, I like Deadpool 1. I'm not a fan of yeah. Deadpool just based on the fandom. You know, like I I just I hate going to cons and seeing like I'm Deadpool cosplaying as this. Like I don't know, right. it's just it, See, it, going to going to a comic convention and seeing quirky Deadpool is like <laughs> seeing girls dress up as Harley. And yes. everything, or it's like for wrestling equivalents. It it's like going to, it's like going to a WWE show and someone's in a Bullet Club T-shirt. You know, it's yes. like, come on, what the fuck are you doing? Like, it, it, yeah, it's easy, but it's also like the cheapest way to say, hey, I'm counterculture. Exactly. When it's become mainstream culture. Exactly. And, and like, listen, that first Deadpool movie, I love. Like, I love it. I. I went. I went to go see it like three or four times in theaters. Like it's it's really good. Um, like from beginning to end, you know. Like I love like Negasonic Teenage Warhead in it because she's almost like the perfect foil for him. And in in the fact that like, oh, of course, like a teenage girl is gonna think this. Like you know, it's it's a perfect foil for like this guy who's just witty and pop culture and just you know pop culture reference, pop culture reference. And it's just like no, let's not what. Um, you know, Colossus is awesome in it as well. Um, and there was like subtle, I, 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 the one thing I will like about those movies is that there was never an exact like, oh, which timeline does it take part in? Like clearly the X, the X-Men exist, but they don't ever tell you which version. I mean, you can even, right. uh, you know, like, uh, and it, even more so he mentions it, yeah. even more so the the third act of the whole movie takes place on a shield helicarrier like yeah it's confirmed it's a shield helicarrier it's just nobody ever acknowledges it so it was that always kind of like threw me off but again he's super huge fan of the first one as far as the second one i thought it was just like a big wet fart you know like it was almost just like oh no you can't just remake the first one you know, like I, and it was also very weird too, because the character of Cable almost kind of just felt shoehorned. You know, like yeah, and and listen, I, I again, I'm someone like I love the I love Zossie Beats as Dominoes. She was really fun. Um, the little the little fat kid from uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is in it. I I forget what character he plays in actual Deadpool you know he has like I believe he like sets fire um yeah something like that he's really you know he's good I liked him but the, I don't know it was just something felt off about the movie you know like almost as of like they build it as like a sort of like a X-Force movie of sorts which I was like oh okay cool that like that'll be fun and then yeah they have everyone die Brad Pitt makes that cameo and it was just like oh Oh, okay. Um, that's fine. But I don't know. I mean, again, I, I, so I wasn't a fan of the second one. I've seen it maybe only twice, but, 
uh, it'll be interesting to see how they do this third one because the I think the luxury that they have with Deadpool is you can pretty much do anything you want with him. Like right. that is a character that if you're like, oh, he's always existed in the MCU, it's just because he's Deadpool. He's been making these, uh, um, you know, witty references to all these other multiverses and stuff like that. Like you can, there is, there is a way to, to incorporate him in there. And it'll be interesting, especially because he's all, he's in, he's technically like X-Men universe stuff. So to see how like, do they bring in Colossus and Negasonic teenage warhead who are very much members of the X-Men? Uh, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see. So I'm, 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 I'm excited to, you know, see where they go from that. Um, but another thing that I'm excited about is this week's episode. Uh, we got to sit down. Ooh, actually, we got to talk about the the Black Friday sale. Sorry, guys. Yes. Um, Black Friday sale. It's 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 here. Um, yeah. Whether or not we will have a uh, T-shirt for it, uh, uh, we will. Okay. So right, we- be- right before this recording, I was putting the finishing touches on something. So. Awesome. Well, hey guys, then we will have a new T-shirt. The, the sale, of course, starts November twenty fourth. I believe that's Tuesday, correct? Yes. Yeah. So Tuesday, November twenty fourth. Yeah. At noon Central Standard Time, all the way to November thirtieth, uh, twelve Standard Time. Um, it's one week of Black Friday. Any order on that first day gets one past wrestling collectible, uh, courtesy of Pro Wrestling Crate. Any order of over a hundred dollars gets a free signed eight by ten of a wrestling superstar. Uh, and uh, any order over 150 gets free domestic U.S. shipping. Uh, now here is where the breakdown, you know, of of how much percentage of everything you're gonna get. So just uh, you know, make sure you're paying attention. 40% off any uh, barbershop window merch. Um, if you've been following Pro Wrestling Tees for a while, you'll be familiar with barbershop window. Uh, we sort of absorb them. A lot of like wrestling punny T-shirts. Uh, yeah. 35% off pro wrestling tees logo merch. So like, that's pretty much all I wear. Uh, yeah. <laughs> almost and like, pro wrestling tees logo merch is already cheaper than most stuff anyways on the site. So this is like a really good deal. I think normally most shirts are like 10 bucks. So yeah. if you get 35% off that, it's a steal. So yeah, you're doing good. Exactly. You get 30% off, uh, all new Japan merch, 25% off all AEW merch, and then 20% off everything else. No coupons like needed. Uh, if you guys are purchasing any of our stuff, um, I, we've already talked about how we're going to be uh, throwing out some Christmas cards. I, I've, I've had some of you guys reach out and say, hey, I want a Christmas card. So awesome. Like If you guys make a purchase, let me know. Because if anything, I can just throw the Christmas card in there You know, with your order. Kind of just save on having to wait for the both of them. But yeah, if you guys purchase anything from us, again, you know, we, we have our, our stickers that are going to be thrown out there. And uh, I ordered a brand new batch of um, PWT cast uh, keychains. So I'll be throwing those in there. Um, but listen, hey, if you, you know, if you're not planning on buying anything during the sale, no worries. You know, we know uh, times are tough right now. But he, again, like if, if you are purchasing anything, and you purchase something of ours, and you want a Christmas card, let us know. You know, again, I've, I've had a handful of you guys reach out and say, hey, uh, we do, in fact, want a Christmas card, and that's fine. You know, I, I've got about 20 of them. Uh, so, you know, we still have plenty to go around, so just go ahead and let us know. Uh, but 
to this week's episode, uh, we sat down and talked to Mark Villanueva. He's the the uh, the hangman the the hangman Adam Page of pro wrestling tees, as yes. as he calls himself. Uh, really fun interview. You know, he's uh, he's someone here who I, I've I've taken under my wing as sort of my right hand man, kind of just to help me with everything. You know, he's someone you can depend on, um, and it, it's fun hearing his story of like when he started out here and like what his perception was of everyone based on based on an innocent incident that that happened here which <laughs> you'll hear the you hear our version of the incident and then his version yeah. of the incident uh and uh, yeah a really fun interview you know we kind of just sat down and talked with him it kind of just went all over the place uh, i believe at one point he just starts talk, he starts talking about how much he loves single mothers uh <laughs> so uh a little bit just random of an episode but uh, hey, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get to this week's episode with uh, the one, the only, Mark Villanueva. Dave, there seems to be a tradition here at Pro Wrestling Tees where a uh, senior staff member takes a, a younger staff member under their wing. Yeah. You know, I felt uh, very much felt Frank did that with me, Karima, for a bit when I worked up front. Sure. Uh, to an extent, you, you know, very much the, the year of scrump. Yeah, which was I, I felt both one of the worst years of my life, but then also one, one of, of the best, one of the best. Yeah. Uh, and I've tried implementing that in my own daily life. Uh, friend of the show, Marty DeRosa, he's always like put it out there, kind of drilled it into my head. You know, like give back. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you can, if someone's like, oh man, I really like, I'm re- I really wish I could be friends with Stank, but I'm just too nervous to speak to them immediately i'm like all right well i'm gonna introduce you to stank and then when you do i'm like get out of my face exactly because you don't need friends because you're a monster you know and you've already hit your quota of friends uh i could use less yeah you could (laughs) use less michael we're talking to you uh and so i've I've tried doing that Mm -hmm. you know myself like if there's ever something i can do to help anyone i do that or if there's any time i can take someone under my wing right i do that as well especially since i've uh i've outaged myself as the youngest person at pro wrestling tees there were there was a point where i was the youngest staff member there and now i'm uh i'm an old man and there's a bunch of spring chickens just pecking around exactly and i gotta you know i gotta keep up with the lingo watch tiktoks and go to urbandictionary.com to to know what these kids are are talking about what's a cleveland steamer are do people still say on fleek i think so i know fleets are a, a twitter thing I don't know if the kids still say on fleek. Yes. And glizzy. What's I don't know what glizzy is. I think it's like a I don't know. I don't know. I know what it is, but Oh, okay. Well, well regardless, what I'm trying to get at is uh today's guest is someone who uh he's uh he's and, and if for those of Yu-Gi-Oh fans out there, he's uh the Mokuba the Mokuba to my Seto Kaipa. Uh he's like one of the only people who's actually ever asked to be on the show. The second being Val Capone, and she was like, I want to be episode 89. And we're like, sure. Sure. Uh, and yeah, I've been very excited to talk to him for a while because I think we announced like two, maybe three months ago, like, yeah. hey, three months, you know, two, three months from now, we're going to be having this person. And with this coming out the week of Thanksgiving, uh, very happy that, you know, very thankful for this person because they they do a lot of work, you know, at, at Pro Wrestling Tees. They help out to the point where, Again, like we mentioned last week, when we had this little inner circle dinner of uh, pro wrestling tees, one Ryan Barkin, who has uh, been referred to as uh, a cold robot, uh, who I've never once heard say, 
I like my dad. Yeah. Uh, he said, I really like Mark. I think he's my favorite person that works there. Uh, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, the the hangman page of pro wrestling tees, Mark Villanueva. Mark, how you doing, little buddy? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for that very absolutely beautiful intro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's my favorite thing is just quote it's it's doing these intros and seeing how long i can go like the thing that sucked with last week's is that because it was through uh through what was it zoom zoom yeah they could see how like red in the face and i mean probably you yourself how like out of air i was just like (laughs) it was just this one long giant run-on sentence but no we're, we're really happy to have you on um like to the point where i was like really excited about recording this like i think like two weeks ago i was like we should just ask mark to record this now yeah but uh yeah it's your it's your one year anniversary right yes today marks exactly one year that I've been working. Now, is it the, the exactly right now, the day that we're recording this, or the day of the release? Recording. Uh, I started on Tuesday, uh, November 19th, 2019. Okay. November 19th, also uh, birthday of one Matt Nix. Nick, happy we, birthday. We love you. Yeah, I do you do you remember your first interaction with Mark? I remember seeing it because I were I literally and I, I talk about it all the time because it was right it was right pre Black Friday and so we'd hired Rogo maybe like yeah. days before we hired Mark like literally like a few days and then uh, just come in one day and they're just like hey Mark's here helping Rogo and I was like who the fuck who? is who's Mark because again it was just like they said it so casually as if it was just like oh. Because occasionally, like, CMT would come back to help. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, there's no way this guy's worked here before, and just nobody's ever mentioned him, you know? Um, so I'm going to tell a story that you may not know. I think Berto might know. But my first, like, knowledge of you, I didn't like you. It's okay. <laughs> I don't know if you could sense it or not, but, like, I like you now. But, um, all right. So it might have been, like, right when you started... Um, a wrestler was visiting the store and wanted to engage in extracurricular smoking with a friend of the show and one of our sponsors, Vinny. And so they went into the warehouse and they were, you know, it's legal now, so we're not say, telling tales out of school. But I guess you saw it and then you went to Ryan and you said, hey, I don't know if they're supposed to be smoking back there. That's the story that I got. Right. You And so... Um, Vinny was very resentful of it for a, a long time. And because Vinny sits next to me, I was like, yeah, fuck that snitch. And so anytime you'd walk in the room, we would go snitch. See, but, and I would, and I, I would sit there and I'd be like, no, 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 I yeah. can vouch for him. Literally for like months, he would say, he would say, oh, my, my. I was like, oh, you mean the snitch? He's like, he's like, come on guys, let it go. Like he defended you adamantly. And I didn't know you well enough. Right. All I knew is my friend is mad at you. And then slowly, you started like softening me up to it. And then I would go to Vinny. I was like, Berto says he's a really good guy. And he was just, he was trying to do the right thing. He wasn't trying to <laughs> snitch on you. And like, Vinny doesn't hate you now at all either. But like, right. it would be, we always play these games with like certain people that walk through the room. Like for maybe like two years, Andrew would walk through the room and I'd be like, uh, this guy knows what I'm talking about, and he would turn and like, "What are you saying?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and we would just be we would just be talking like, Berto would be in here, and I'm like, "Yeah, so Yu-Gi-Oh, blah 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 blah." And then Andrew would walk by, I was like, "This guy knows what we're talking about." He's like, "What are you saying?" I was like, 
what? And then, like, he was getting, like, really angry about it. So, like, you would walk in and be like, snitch. <laughs> you fucking snitch. Like, just barely audible. So I don't know if you ever heard us saying it. Right. And so, but, like, Berto would just, like, he'd be like, man, he's like, don't be like that, man. Like, everyone does something like that on their first day. I'd be like, yeah, I, I would vouch for you. I'm like, no, I'm like, he's, I'm like, he's a good guy. It was just, you know, because I, because even so, like, I remember when, like, when I found out, I was just like, what? But then it was, I think Vinny told me and Elisa at yeah. the same time. And Elisa was like, like she kind of put it in perspective where she was like, well, it's this guy's first day on the job he or like first week. Yeah. He doesn't know. Yeah. You know, like, oh, he, like as if Mark was supposed to know that. Exactly. Like Ryan doesn't care if Vinny goes and, you know, yeah. uh, RVDs or Matt well, Riddles. And in, the, and in in the wider perspective too, there's things that people could do in the shop to fuck shit up for the whole company. Mm-hmm. It's it's happened a couple times where p- things potentially could have like really fucked things up. So like after I s- stood back and gained a little more perspective, I was like, yeah, that's kind of shitty. So and then like I would see you interacting with other people, and I'm like, all right, he's not a, he's not a dickhead. So um, I'm sorry I called you a snitch secretly, <laughs> <laughs> but it also like I wasn't mad or anything. Now I was like, oh, I get to play another game with someone that walks in, like. Well, I can't. I won't say who else we play games with, but there's other people that come in and we play games with too. But um, yeah, that's my first memory of you. But um, no, I think like a lot of people. I don't. When when you say when people come into pro wrestling tees, especially in the back, we're always like a little suspicious of them. Like it's either one you're like a weirdo fan sometimes, mm-hmm. or or we th- we we're always anticipating that. Or like we've seen people be lazy. We've seen people just quit and they can't handle the the structure, I guess, of the way we work. But like you've thrived in it, right? And so like that's a big testament that we're talking about a one year anniversary today. And I think uh, you know, like like Ryan said, you're one of his favorite employees. So like it worked out, right? Hell yeah. So I mean, to go back on that story, what <laughs> happened was all right. It, my first week, and uh, Frank had sent me down to the warehouse to uh, make uh, crate boxes. And, you know, Vinny walked in with said wrestler, and I smelled marijuana. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I remember talking to Rogo about it, and he'd be like, oh, like, I don't know, you smoke, that's pretty fucking cool. So I don't know if he went and told somebody, you know, that, oh, yeah, this guy is fucking like so snitching or whatever. Yeah. Mm, fucking Rogo. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty much it. It was, I guess, understandable. That was, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah. It's like you said, you know, if if you're a new person, which is, it's also funny because again, we say this like, oh, Rogo was the one who said it, as if he's like he'd been there for a while. He had literally yeah. just started. Because I remember you mentioning to me that like you were in the impression that he was like, uh, like your superior. Oh yeah, because I started and uh, Frank was like, oh yeah, Rogo's gonna like teach you whatever you know he's gonna basically like mentor you uh even though say. he barely knew probably right and so basically i was like cause he was telling me all this shit I was like oh okay this guy knows his shit and i was like oh for sure roga is like the supervisor back here or something like that not the case whatsoever mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a not so supervisor uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you how do you go about getting the actual job for pro wrestling tees because everyone has like their own you know their own stories, yeah. and I know you've told me yours. But uh, how does it come that pro wrestling tees employs Mark? Well, uh, I was at 
up to the point before I started working here, I was unemployed for a few months. So I was basically applying at everywhere, you know, just chart, you know, because obviously bills got to be paid. And uh, basically, I was on Facebook one day, and Ryan had posted something on the Facebook page, basically saying we need uh, because I've been trying to, you know, I I had tried to apply here for two three years mm-hmm. but it's always very much like yeah you need a whatever you need a, a experience a, a experience resume uh for printing whatever digital design I was like no nah, i don't know how to do any yeah. of that so basically this one time you know it's very much it's basically uh it said we need help with shipping or stocking something like that and i was like all right whatever and i sent ryan an email and uh Basically, I sent him the email and uh, I'll wait for a reply. And I checked my email like probably like two hours later, and he had a reply like five minutes after I sent it. And I was like, "Fuck, that's it. I'm not gonna fucking find a job. Yeah. My one opportunity gone." And I, I replied like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I was taking a shower, two hour shower." <laughs> and then, <Getting> clean. Uh, <laughs> and basically, he's like, "Oh yeah, all right. Uh, when can you come for an interview?" I'm like, "Oh, he, you know, he asked like, oh, your availability." I'm like, "I could work any day, any hour." hours that you need me to work i don't mind uh and then literally the day after i came in for an interview with frank he showed me around the shop and basically uh yeah you know i was you know supposed to be here three weeks three weeks turned into one year yeah i see and that's a good thing because like it there's there's people that we've had here who who do that they start out like even more recently like with Jeanette she mm-hmm. John we're like Johnny do you because Johnny's just seemingly like uh the tap for friends you know Johnny's employed uh Abraham Ray and now Jeanette basically just like hey we need someone temporary to help with something do you know anyone and that's what it is you know and, and sometimes and some people do kind of like like Trevor more recently you know he mm-hmm. came by he helped for you know a few weeks uh, maybe, maybe like a month or two but then just went back to his old job because we we didn't need him and you know he needed to go back to, right. to his real work. But I mean that's like that's a good thing and it's and it's something that like I talk about a lot too. Where like if you weren't like a hard worker, I wouldn't like oh Mark, can you help me with this? Like Mark, can you help me with that? Because like I need someone that you I can rely on. Yeah, it. I need someone I can like rely on. You know, I mean right. even if it's something that's like I mean sometimes it's like oh we gotta go fucking. Uh, take these 17 pallets of whatever it is and count everything on there and itemize it for Ryan so he knows what's in this inventory. Right. You know, but I mean, other times it's like, hey, can you help me move this table? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, we spent, you know, you and I probably several times at this point, you know, stayed till like midnight just trying to get shit done by the end of the day Uh, because, you know, it has to fucking go out. Other people might just be like, nah, I'll do it tomorrow. It's mm-hmm. tired, which, like, whatever. hey, there's listen. There's some people, and that's and it's with every job, nine to five. Yeah, and then they're they're out. They're out, right? You know, but like you have someone like Stank, who this guy's literally just on retainer, basically. Yeah, I'm chained to the computer. <laughs> chained to his computer, because uh, like there have been times where like, all right, we're going to record intro outro, and like, oh, hold on, can you, can you wait like an hour? I got to, and I'm, like it's always fine with me. Yeah, you know, because like I'm always understanding of it, but. Like there's people we work with who me and Mark will like come in and we're just like, oh. it's like what's wrong? And we're fucking exhausted. It's like oh well, why? How late were you here? Till one? Why? 
It's ah. like, well, because there was we love our job and yeah, it's yeah. like well, because work to be done. We have to do our job, goofy. Yeah, yeah. but there, there's like a handful of people too that are mm-hmm. here, like Michael. You know, he's he's doing like especially if there's like releases during like a pay per view that we got to do. He's he's at the ready. Um, big sales like Black Friday is looming large, right? Mm-hmm. And so like. There's going to be problems with the site. Everyone just likes to crash at one time, so we got to be on there, make sure everything's right. Frank, Frank is one of those guys that'll stay as late as needs to be. You know, there's a handful of people that I think Ryan can trust mm-hmm. um, that he knows that like I need some rest, but the the machine will keep running. You know, mm-hmm. so um, and there's always there's also like the thing too. Like I don't know about you guys, like I see it all the time, and it's mostly people with like corporate jobs people who work for like a a target or a walmart where they're just like they don't care about you who cares steal from them use all your paid time off they don't care about you but it's like so weird for us where like our bosses do like genuinely care yeah and like you know like like ryan i mean pre-covid was just like every other weekend just like hey i bought food yeah. Bought food for everybody. Yeah. Here's, here's 12 pizzas. Yeah. yeah, here's 12 pizzas. Here's 100 sandwiches. Please eat all of them. I, yeah. I bought them all for you guys. And so, like, I think that we're in that, like, that little sweet spot of we're still, like, a small business. But, like, not, like, how different does this com- this job compared to, like, your other jobs? Because you've worked, like, you've worked, yeah. you know? Uh, well, first off, I can say that working here... I could say for certain that I genuinely love working here. I genuinely like Ryan and Frank. You know, every other place I've worked, because I've worked in factories, I've worked at Target, I've worked security, and it's it, it sucks, you know. It, it's just, like, not for me. And then, you know, uh, managers or supervisors at other jobs that I've had are just horrible people, you know. Like, I had a manager when I was working at Target. She was pretty racist. Mm-hmm. And you know, lo and behold, she's a minority herself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, you know, because I remember when I first started working here, like like you, uh, Nick, Frank, like they always ask me, like, oh, so how do you like it here? I'm like, well, I told you that I love it here for like the last <laughs> three weeks. But I mean, yeah, it's different. You know, it's uh, it's definitely you have a lot of uh, what's the word like? It's more lenient, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like you have more freedom like yeah. you could get away with things that you, you would never get away working anywhere else you know you're not you know under the screen like ryan's a very laid back guy mm-hmm. you know you know obviously he wants the shit to get done right but he's not gonna fucking you know like oh you know you, you whatever you know basically like the whole you know doink story with uh vinnie mm-hmm. cool with it other yeah. at other places no you get fired for that but yeah i mean it's different. It's uh, definitely uh, it's it's fun. You know, I like working. Yeah, I think you can definitely tell with like the camaraderie because there's like it's funny. We're in the back. A typical day is someone comes in like every day. Paul will come in. Paul, one of my best friends. I he's practically my brother. I love him to death. And it's never oh hey good morning hey what's up, you know. It's like what's up bitch or just something like just some sort of you know like that's how we kind of but conversely like every every time i walk into like your area you know i i give i say hello to julio i say hello to Vinny, i say shut up michael you know well i'll be sitting at my desk and like i sit like next to Vinny and michael 
kind of in this little V. And then, like, all the time to my right, Michael's going, fuck you, stink. I fucking hate you, you piece of shit. Like, he's whispering under his... I'm like, what are you saying? And he goes, I'll beat your ass. And then I'm like, you want to eat my ass? <laughs> and it's, like, it's literally that same conversation 25 times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we were on the Jericho cruise, and I think it was Metal Joe. Uh, he said... He said, I don't understand how a group of you this size works so well with the amount of insults you throw at each other. This would never work in any other like work environment where you just are calling each other dickheads and fuck you and I'll kill you. And, you know, we're always threatening violence to each other constantly, but in a loving way. Yeah. I mean, because I mean, that's just like the way we're like, Mark, Mark on a daily basis, <laughs> Mark on a daily basis will threaten to fight Paul, you know, like. He, like they'll both threaten to like fight each other and then like five minutes later they're like okay hey guys we're gonna go get lunch if anyone wants to come to you know to subway or something like that yeah. but it is just like, like it almost feels like I, like like some sort of like summer camp yeah a bunch of brothers just roughhousing constantly mm-hmm. right because it's even that like like we said you know like even like all jokes aside like earlier with like oh well Roga, we don't like him like Roga's fine yeah you know like it's like if there's someone who like i genuinely don't get along with or don't like or something like they're not someone that I'm. I'm gonna you bother. Talk about yeah. Yeah, talk about or like interact with. You know, like yeah. as much as I like. Oh, you know, or like oh, stupid Michael. Like I love the guy. He's like my brother as well. Yeah. You know. You wouldn't even bother to call him stupid Michael if you didn't really genuinely like him. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that that's the thing with you. Like you fit so well into that. You know, where like uh, there's been people who they've they've worked there for I don't know a few months and they're just like that's really mean like how you guys talk to each other but it's like well no it's like the most sincere way that we would yeah. talk to one yeah. another it's funny stupid yeah exactly yeah you're like shut up idiot and I'm like I what mean, yeah it's you know another thing i can say that i for the most part like every employee like i get along with i would say probably like 97 percent of like the staff here you know that shit wouldn't fly anywhere else uh, again like i was saying like ryan's very laid back like you know if you would get complaints in any other you know work uh, place of work and boom you know you get whatever you get yeah, you go trouble. to hr you get yeah. reprimanded right but here you know it's very much like we know we're all joking around we all have the same like sense of humor if you will mm-hmm. and you know I, I think that's a very fun thing about this place you know uh but yeah me and paul yeah, like you were saying, fuck you, Paul, beat the shit out of you, and then like two minutes later, we're hugging and shit. Yeah. So socially distancing, hugging, yeah. air so, hugs, air hugs. six feet apart. Yeah. Um. So how how long had you been like a fan of pro wrestling tees before you started working here? Because that's always interesting to me too. Because like with me, and, and like I mean, you were there from the inception, Dave. You made the logo, but like with it's kind of same thing with me. Like I was around like you know i was around from like the beginning yeah. so it's almost weird for me to think that like oh there's people that kind of just like discovered it and weren't always there from the ground you know from like yeah first day so like when did you discover pro wrestling tees uh i want to say probably like early mid 2016 like i'm not gonna sit here like yeah 2014 i've known about this place Since for a long time like i've seen the signs for one hour tees like around the city for years but you know like i uh very much when i was very much in that face of like super like through on through bullet club it's like oh they sell it here uh protos and tees 
and you know that's when I and then like I knew of like Ryan and whatnot and like okay like this would be a place I want to work at and like I remember I tried applying like later that year and I I would say for about almost five years I've uh, been a fan of pro wrestling tees. What was the do you remember the first shirt you bought from here or the first like what the first thing you bought from here was? Uh, I bought a Kenny Omega uh. Apic Cleaner Bullet Club shirt. I remember okay. that. Yeah. I mean, I have like 30 Bullet Club shirts. Yeah, you're you're a big fan of Bullet Club. Like I yeah. it's funny too because like not that not that people aren't fans of Bullet Club anymore, but it's just like with the Elite, that kind of just took over cuz I remember, I vividly remember Paul Paul and I, we'd both get in trouble all the time when we worked at Kohl's because we would wear Bullet Club sweaters. Mm-hmm. Which Paul being so nice, I don't, I don't think I've ever talked about. Man, we mentioned it with him. So the uh, the Bullet Club sweater that I had, I originally bought. It was like during a Black Friday, so I bought a a Bullet Club shirt, a Bullet Club sweater, and that CM Punk Thor shirt. Mm-hmm. And I shrunk the sweater when I washed it, and I was like, "Fuck!" And I remember telling Paul, I was like, "Cause it, it was I only had it for maybe like a month." And I was just like, oh, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, it, it doesn't fit me. It fits me so snug. And like, I like my sweaters like a little loose. I was like, it fits me so snug. I was like, I don't know. He's like, well, he's like, I was like, do you want it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take it. And I was like, all right, cool. And then he bought, he went and bought like another sweater, basically like to replace the one that I'd given him. And I was like, why'd you do that? He's like, well, now we can both have them. <laughs> he, just speaking volumes on like how yeah. fucking nice the guy is. But I remember all the time we would sit up like a customer service and like our Bullet Club stuff and I'd be like, oh, I wish, I swear to God, I remember at least, I don't know, I'm sure I said it out loud, but I remember I was like, oh man, I wish I could just go and put the, this Bullet Club sleeve on all my t-shirts because I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, right. And now I literally, I could physically bring my closet over to the shop and put a Bullet Club sleeve on every single one of my sleeves. I think that, I think the Bullet Club shirt was the first shirt I ever got from like i started doing stuff for ryan freelance and then like sometimes he's like would you like me to pay me i was like just give me some shirts can i get like that sweet bullet club shirt that's you know like Mm -hmm. the classic not the one with the big bullet but you know the one everyone knows i'm like can i get that and like i don't know about you guys but if you're out in public in a bullet club shirt you'll get like looks sometimes like what's that mean oh i got what are you doing i got yelled at once yeah i was at a walmart once this lady came up to me she goes what the fuck is that? And I was just like, well, "Oh no, that was a that that was uh the the you know the staff sweater that we I don't know if you were around we had these staff sweaters that on the back it was like something about kissing, kissing Mr. Man's ass, ass. Yeah. that I got scolded at Walmart one time I was going to pick up uh, pizza from Little Caesars and it was this one location that I didn't like to go to because it was kind of shady there was like this billiards place there a lot of like real shady characters hung around with but I remember some guy coming up to me he's like oh what's that. I was like, what? He goes, your shirt, Bullet Club? He's like, oh, are you packing? And like pointing to his like waist, like he has a gun. And I was like, this is a Japanese wrestling club. He goes, what? I was like, yeah, it's a Japanese wrestling club because they're all straight shooters. And he just lo- he looks at me as if I'm speaking Japanese to him. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, well, you better fucking be careful when you wear that shit. And I was just yeah. like, what the fuck? Okay like the most random thing you know and it was just like the most 
like uh, Malibu's most wanted looking motherfucker too. Like it wasn't some big scary looking dude, you know. Yeah, right. It was literally like this guy literally looked like Jamie Kennedy, uh, like right out of Malibu's most wanted. Well, like my daughter loves all the Bullet Club gear, and I got her like the Chicago colorway uh, sweatshirt, mm-hmm. and she wanted. She constantly, can I wear this at school? I'm like, no, you. definitely not. But yeah, like I, I when I was taking the train in. I constantly wear Bullet Club shirts, and people would be like, oh, I don't know if I want to stand next to you. So, Right. I mean, I when I was working in, in a factory le- early last year, I had the, I was, I literally had like a month straight where I wore like every Bullet Club shirt I had. And I remember one day I was wearing the, the Hangman page with the bandana, mm-hmm. that Bullet Club shirt, and uh, one of the workers there, he's probably like in his 70s, 80s, was like, oh, what is that? I'm like, what? Bullet Club. I'm like, oh, it's a, uh, it's a group. Like, I, I, I didn't say stay well. It's like, it's a group. I'm like, what? The fucking Duck Hunters or something? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's a wrestling stable, sir. It's like, oh, all right. I thought you like guns or something. I'm like, no. He's like, I also love guns, but this yeah, is just yeah, he, Literally. <laughs> it's funny because I, I used to have just so many like uh, Bullet Club sweaters. Mm-hmm. Like, I had the Marty. I had custom ones that I'd make all the time, and uh, my girl, my ex girlfriend, she would wear them all the time. We were like to work or just whatever, and she's like, she would always get stopped by people who were just like, "Hell yeah, like too sweet, right?" And she was just like, "I don't, don't like." She knew what that was, but she's just like, "Get away from me." She's like, "Oh, this is my boyfriend's sweater. I don't know what you're talking about." But it's funny when you wear like wrestling. Like, does that happen? Has that like has that happened to you guys a lot? Like when you wear wrestling things out of like. A wrestling context and people ask you because i remember being i remember going to pick up a pizza and i was wearing my villain club hoodie and this lady it was this lady and this guy they're shit face it was like a monday night too like i remember feeling like bad for these people i'm like it's a monday night like it's like nine o'clock it's not even like late it's like right. nine o'clock on a monday and they were lit Sour. like christmas trees yeah they were they're pretty sauced and the lady's like oh hell yeah villain club and i was like yeah, she goes, yeah, the over on, like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, huh? She's like, yeah, like, Club Villain? Like it's an actual club where you it was dance? A, yeah, I was like, oh. oh, I was like, no. I was like, this is a wrestling, this is a wrestling thing. And she's just, and she's, like, looking at me like I'm fucking with her. And I'm like, no. I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know. Pro wrestler. I was like, you know, like, Brody King and PCO and Marty Skrull. And she's, like, and she's just like, oh, whatever. But like, I don't. Does that happen to you guys a lot? I mean, especially I would imagine with you because you wear a lot of wrestling T-shirts. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I don't usually. It's either oh, is there like gun stuff or like I'll have people that actually know like oh yeah man, too sweet brother. I'm like, all right man, too sweet. <laughs> like I do that with Jacob at the shop because uh-huh. yeah. he's very much in WO. I'm very much Bullet Club. Like. I remember I went to a Target one, like the one I used to work at, like two years ago, and I had like one of my uh, Bullet Club shirts, and like I kid you not, there was like six, seven people with Bullet Club shirts. These are like the Chicago Colorway, uh, Villain Club, uh, the Young Bucks one. I'm like holy fucking shit! And me being fucking, I think the Elite was still there. And I was like, oh yeah, man, too sweet, bro. Everybody like, no. <laughs> no, for uh, for me, so other than getting like weird looks about. The bullet club shirt. One, also, I think the the design is so cool that Haru made. Like, mm-hmm. it's legitimately like a cool logo, so like people will notice it. But I mean, other than that, I, th- I think I've mentioned a bunch of times I was raised like really religious, and so 
you know, we were in like a fundamental Baptist church and they were always talking about like, these would be like really big Trump supporters and they talk about the liberal elite and like uh, the Illuminati and they're trying to bring a new world order about. And then I had left, but then I, I kept coming back for like intramural basketball games and I wore an, an NWO shirt and it said new world order. And I was like, what's that? Are you, <laughs> what has, has the secular world gotten a hold of you? And I was like, no, this is pro Hulk Hogan's in this group. And I'm like, what? They, like they, it blew their mind that like there would be a wrestling group called new world order. Uh, when like for years they've been preaching about like, you know, the secret shadow liberals taking over and starting a new world order. So, um, Definitely was in people's favorite shirts when I was playing basketball at church. I used to wear my Eddie Guerrero, I'm your poppy t-shirt out. And I would ha- I would always have like old weird dudes. It was always like older weird dudes yeah. who'd be like, hell yeah, it's a cool shirt. And I, I was probably 13 mm-hmm. at the time. So in my head, I'm like, man, there's a lot of cool Eddie Guerrero fans. Yeah. Looking back at it in hindsight, those were future mentors for you. <laughs> yeah, looking back, looking at it back in hindsight, I was like, "Oh, these dudes were all just like weird and like they didn't get it." Because even like uh, the DX DX shirts, you know, mm-hmm. they, they had a generation of kids walking around pointing at their dicks, saying "suck it," yeah. and wearing shirts that said that. Like I, uh, when DX came back, I was in like eighth grade, and I remember it was like it was either every Friday or the last Friday of every month that uh, they'd be like, oh, no uniform, you know, because we had to wear a uniform at our school. And I remember one one time uh, I brought my DX shirt, but I was just like, I don't, I'm like, I don't know if it's I should. Be too much. Yeah, I was like, I might be too much. And I had a sweater like over, so I was like, I was like, I know someone's going to say something to me. And the shirt was, and I don't, I don't know if you remember, I know you might remember it. It was Sean and... Uh, uh, Hunter on the front as like cartoons crotch shopping. Yeah, their asses yeah. hanging out the back. And their asses hanging on the back. Yeah. And I remember my teacher, Miss Whittington, she was just like, like I, at one point we were like, you know, doing our work or whatever. So I just, I take my sweater off because I'm like getting a little warm. And she just comes over. She goes, hey, come on. And I was just like, <laughs> okay. I was like, I'll be, I understand. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'll make sure when I leave the room, I have the sweater on. She's like, yes, please. She's like, I don't, I want to get like, you know, shit for it. And I'm just like, totally get it like even very much like as an eighth grader i'm just like totally get You're it. Like, yeah teacher come here suck it <laughs> yeah then i yeah, yeah crush chopped her but mark what's it so you've now been here like a year what would you say has been like the coolest thing because you've gotten to experience some pretty cool things from working here i would imagine right the coolest thing from working here uh I, I mean, yeah i mean like you know we've like uh wrestling shows when we could still go to wrestling shows like you know events at the store or just i'm sure being on this podcast is one of them yeah probably. i mean I, this is Absolutely. literally cream of, cream of the crop exactly talk to you but yeah. if there was to be a second yeah i'd probably say i, I don't know i really uh really enjoy going to revolution mm-hmm. uh that was fun i don't know it's like, ha- you can name a lot of things you know obviously Meeting cousin Jeremy, yeah. obviously. Cousin Jeremy's who meet. shaved his beard. Yeah, oh, this is so weird. A, I'm I'm sure that when people get to the intro of the show, they have already heard about <sighs> words gotten around. Trevor shaved his beard too. Yeah, friend of the show, Trevor also. So weird. A lot, a lot of beards What's going disappearing. On, they took that no shave or that uh, no shave November. Yeah, it's quite the opposite way. I, yeah. I take something else. No November. 
uh, very seriously. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've never had sex, so no, no, not November has been every November for yeah. me. Um, but yeah, Revolution is like really fun. I think I mean that was pretty much like the last like major last show, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it wasn't short like. It was shortly thereafter that everything was just... Yeah, I think like three weeks after that, everything is fucking shut How down. How crazy is that? We're almost at Revolution again. Well, so I was kind of, I was talking about it with Ryan where... Because when did we go on the Jericho cruise? It was like shortly after... Like last week of January, I know. The last week of January? Yeah. I, I remember as we landed... Ryan saying something. Be careful, guys! Apparently, there's some kind of Chinese virus going around, and we're like, ha, 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 and we're walking off the plane, <laughs> and here we are. No, we. I remember we got off the plane, and he's like, "Oh yeah. shit!" He's like, "My brother just texted his brother's a doctor." Yeah. He's like, "My brother just texted me. There's been the first confirmed case in Chicago." Yeah. And we're just like, "Oh, nah, nothing's gonna happen. We'll be fine." Literally, like a month later. <sighs> yeah. And, and now we're complaining like, oh, there's gonna be another lockdown. Fuck Lori Lightfoot. Like, I, like honestly, like I'm, I'm kind of fine with like I. Be, yeah, not much has changed. <laughs> not much has changed. Like I, like I don't know, like how much is like pre-pandemic. Because like I know you, you would go like to downtown a lot. Yeah. You know, you're a big, you're a big fan of Chicago downtown. Yeah, much. you like to party. <laughs> I like going for my nice uh, walks downtown, which obviously not anymore. Obviously, it's cold outside, but right. like in the summer, like every day. No, actually, every weekend I just go downtown for a walk, go around the Navy Pier for a walk. Cause they were open, but it was very much like, yeah, we got to keep people apart, whatever, whatever. Who cares? Is it a thing? Just because, like, because, like, you, you grew up on the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Is it like, oh, cool, I get to go to, like, because I, I think I oftentimes just take downtown Chicago for granted. Right. Like, I, well, like, I, first of all, I hate driving downtown, right. like, with a passion. I learned to drive down, like, my cousin forced me to learn to drive downtown in the winter because she's like, these are the worst conditions. Yeah, if you can make it that. During rush hour. Yeah rush hour during the winter like it, it was just the worst so i just I hate going downtown you know like it's i'm just not a fan of it um but i do take it for granted like i, I had friends you know who, Braden and davy when they came here they were like can we see like downtown chicago and i was just it was almost like oh yeah like let's go like i don't this is a thing people like to look at yeah yeah um do, do you think that's that that has to do like a big thing like oh you grew up on the south side of Chicago so it's like going up to no, I mean, not really. It's very much I I don't know. I mean like I can for sure say I have lived my entire life in the hood. All right, mm-hmm. it's not Paul like oh I grew up in the hood. <laughs> yeah, shut, shut up, up Berwin. Yeah, he grew up in Berwin. Shut <laughs> up. Uh, I mean, I guess because I mean, I mean it's pretty bad, but like my neighborhood's not that bad, you know. No, your your neighborhood. I I I drop off Mark every now and then. He'll be like, "It's okay. I'll take the train." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, it's uh, two in the morning. I'm not letting you take anything. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't know. I I just personally like going downtown. You know, like me and uh my best friend before uh, his passing, we would always go uh downtown. It was for whatever. I don't even know. I think we were just like fascinated with like downtown and like even like coming up to the north side. You know, it's like oh, we're both like huge Cubs fans. And it's like, oh, just go to Wrigley Field for, like, the 10th month in a row mm-hmm. because we haven't seen it yet. But, like, even, like, the neighborhood, like, 
over here, uh, what is this, Bucktown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the house, it's nice over here, you know? But, uh, I don't know. I will. I will say. I'll, I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you guys in on a little, because you mentioned like walking around here. So again, back when you could go on actual dates, oh. you know, uh, one of my things was like walking around here. So it's like I would, uh, I'd be like, oh, you want to go get some frozen yogurt? You know, like it would depend. Unless we're gonna get real food, whatever. Right. You know, I mean, pizzas right there. They got really good pizza. If I mean, yes, pizza's pretty good. Yeah. You know. Um, and be like, oh, let's go to peace. And you had to get some pizza. And like afterwards, try not to eat a lot. Be like, oh, you want to get some frozen yogurt afterwards and get the frozen yogurt and walk around because there are, it's a weird mix because Bucktown, like Wicker Park, that it, the whole neighborhood, it's like a lot of the houses, like you see houses and they look like old school Chicago houses, mm-hmm. but there's a mix of like these brand new ones because they've all those neighborhoods have been gentrified. Yeah. Like, you there's know, a bunch of rectangle patios and yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. so it's like weird because you'll see a lot of these like older cool looking houses but you also see like these weird like they look like they're out of the jetsons yeah like houses you know i see a lot of cool houses around here i'm like god nice like you could go for a walk here in my neighborhood you can't go for a walk before without getting checked it's like oh what you eat dog i'm like i'm mexican what are you talking about (laughs) Why are you wearing that bullet club? What does that mean? Yeah. I'm like, it's wrestling, sir. I love wrestling. Finn Balor's a straight shooter. That's why he's in the bullet club. It's Japanese wrestling, guys. Uh, so, kind of just like, I mean, you know, we ask everyone, do you remember your first piece of wrestling, like, memorabilia? Like, what? how long How long have you been a wrestling fan? Uh, 18 years, I think. Okay. I uh, started watching wrestling when I was in kindergarten, from what I can remember. And I think it was, like, towards the end of, like, the... Like, I didn't really catch the attitude. It was, like, literally at the end. It was literally the beginning of the Ruthless Aggression era. Mm -hmm. So I think that's when I started watching wrestling. Uh, Yeah, 2002. Okay. And do you remember, like, uh, do you remember your first piece of wrestling anything? That Rey Mysterio action figure you have up there. (laughs) The have, uh, like, the Mexican color uh, attire. Mm -hmm. I remember I got it for Christmas in 2005, I think. Back when I was like, oh, definitely Santa Claus exists. Santa Claus gave it to me. It was very nice. I was like, hell yeah. And the fucking... How old were you? Eight. In 05. Okay, yeah. I'm like, that kind of makes sense because yeah. I'm, cause I'm 27 now. You're how old? 23. Okay, yeah. That was like the four-year difference. Cause I was like, what? I was like, I got that when I was 12. Oh, yeah, you would have been eight. <laughs> like, in my head, I was like 12-year-old Mark that said it was real. Like, what's well, that? that makes you feel, though, that makes me feel ancient. <laughs> yeah. He's like, when I was in kindergarten, the ruthless aggression era, I was like, oh, Jesus, I'm so old. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, like, I remember I opened it, and, like, like a week later, the, one of, the, like, the, the foot broke off. I'm like, great. I tried super gluing it back, nothing. See, I never, like, those I never opened. Right. Because I I just I wasn't playing with toys then. I was like at twelve, maybe like my neighbor across the uh, across the street. He was like spoiled rotten. He had so many. He had yeah. everything. Like I learned who wrestlers were based on the figures. Right. Like I'd be like, who's that? He's like, oh, you know, this is this is Jeff Hardy, and I'm like, Jeff Hardy. I had the exact same name, not the one you had, but like a <laughs> like, neighbor who had. An infinite amount of like action figures. I'm like, oh, I'm like, he, he had like a edge, and he's like, yeah, it's John Cena. I'm like, no, it's not him, but okay. I remember he had like a Mr. Kennedy uh, mm-hmm. action figure, and like he left it at, like outside his house one night, 
like literally i'm like oh, i'm gonna that's my now yeah i took it and then like literally like i me being fucking stupid i mentioned it like yeah i found you mr kennedy was like can i have it back i was like oh no i don't have it and literally like because <laughs> yeah i mean he came over one time to my house and he said i was like yeah this is mine i was like yeah it's yours you should have ran to your mom's room and like left like, it in there yeah. yeah you're like well they only made one of them i got this one this one's mine <laughs> He's like, but my name's on the foot. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, what about, like, your favorite piece of wrestling, like, memorabilia that you've collected? The shirts count as memorabilia? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, they count. Like, it's got to be the Hangman Page uh, Bullet Club shirt the with the bandana. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I love Hangman Page. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about Hangman. Yeah. Like, he... Listen, Hangman... And, like, I, like he's, the, he's, like, a sweetheart. He's yeah. super nice. Like we've been fortunate enough to where, um, like on the Jericho cruise, my, I think my favorite hangman. What I have two hangman stories that I uh, that I really love, and they're not the all in story or on the boat. Um, it's the first one was on the first Jericho cruise, um, where we were at the Atlantis. Uh, yeah, we're at Atlantis. Yeah. We're having like lunch or whatever. And there's just these random, like, island cats. Yeah, these feral cats. <laughs> that are just coming up to him and Kenny. And they're just picking up the cats and playing with them. And they're each, like, taking photos of it. And the, the people who work there are just like... Oh, they're like, don't. don't, don't. They're like, and then Kenny, he's he's cradling. He's like, it's fine. He's just, like, rubbing this cat all over his sweaty body. <laughs> and they come over and they're like, you have to go wash your hands right now. Like, they're so dirty. Those cats are fucking filthy and disgusting. Please go wash your hands right now. Well, like the the best part is like Kenny kept saying it's it's okay because like I guess he's like a real big cat person, right? And he's like, what the what's that smell? He's like, it's my hands. My hands stink like these cats. Oh my god, the worst. (laughs) And then like my favorite, my second favorite is uh, so we're on the we're on the shuttle going from the hotel to uh, the boat for the second Jericho cruise. And uh, it's literally, it's like some random musicians in the back. Mm-hmm. Hangman walked on with us. Yeah. Uh, so it's us. And then, you know, I mean, by us, I mean, it's like 20 fucking people. <laughs> and then Hangman's like right behind me. And then like the other people randomly scared in the back. And we're just like waiting for, because the shuttle, it's supposed to leave like at a specific time. So we're going to just chill in there waiting. And uh, literally the night before, the night before we all went out to dinner, and Ryan's like, hey, guys, uh, Julia, don't offer Julia any wine because she can't have any wine. And we're like, oh, okay. He's like, yeah, because she's pregnant. And we're just like, oh, shit, you know. They're like, baby number four, like, that's awesome. And uh, Julia tells a story where she's like, yeah, she goes, I told Ryan I was pregnant on his birthday. And he said I ruined his birthday. <laughs> and then she's like, but then I told him we were having a girl. She goes, and he said, oh, okay, never mind. Like, I'm happy now. <laughs> And so we're just like on the, you know, we're on the the shuttle waiting and everyone's talking and, you know, just and there's like that weird, like awkward lull Mm -hmm. where just like everyone stops talking. And they're just like pretending to look at their phone. Yeah, like like I look over, like Taffy's on her phone, you know, like Frank's on his phone. And I'm just like, dude, I can't believe you told Julia that she ruined your birthday. And we all start laughing. And then Hangman's like, what happened? I was like, yeah. I was like, Ryan told his wife that she ruined his birthday. He's like that's fucked up man and he's like why and then i tell him like yeah it's because he told she was pregnant he's like oh congratulations he's like 
yeah, that's fucked up. You shouldn't have told your wife that. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, but then she said they're having a girl, so he said it's okay. He goes, oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> just like super random. Yeah, I mean, the cool thing about uh, Hangman Page, and I, I don't know that a lot of people know that, he's a graphic designer. Like, yeah. he's he's designed a lot of his own stuff. Oh. So, like, um, there's a famous AEW one that's like, it's kind of like a wanted portrait. It looks like an old photo. He did yeah. that one. That's he made cool. his Hangman logo. Um we both worked on that hangman shirt that you did. Like I did most of it and then he didn't like the bandana I did. So he's like, I whipped up something good for it. So, um, but yeah, he's very hands-on. Um, very cool. dude. What is it that you love the most about hangman? Well, aside from him being a very handsome man, he's very handsome. Uh, I, I, you know, his in ring, in ring work, you know, I, uh, I would say probably like around like, just like, prior to him like joining bullet club like probably weeks like i find like a caught one of his matches like oh this guy looks fucking badass you know he had like the noose and everything which yeah you know yeah. i don't know I don't weird know messaging now yeah but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah i was always a fan of his in-ring work and it's like when he joined bullet club i was like oh hell yeah and like to this day he's still like of every bullet club member he's my favorite and he's my favorite he's been my favorite wrestler it's him and roman reigns you know i know you're not a fan of roman reigns <laughs> but i like roman reigns but yeah, I mean, his in-ring work, uh, his you know his look overall. Uh, yeah, and you've met him before, right? I met him at a meet and greet in Starcast last year. Uh, I remember we, I was probably like first or like second in line, and uh, we were waiting for like half an hour, an hour, because him and I think the Young Bucks had like meet and greets at the same time, and they were both late, and like oh. It was, uh, all three of them actually but uh and like joy janela was like the meeting green next to him and i had one for him it's like oh, nobody was in his line I was like if you want you could use like meeting green with him and then like go back to your place and i'm like all right cool whatever so i did that hammond comes back I, you know take my my picture with him he's like oh so uh were you guys talking shit about me how i'm a piece of shit i'm like no mister you're talking <laughs> about how great you are it's like oh okay thank you and I'll be using that photo for this graphic because I remember I sent it to Dave. I was like, when you, you posted, it's a real beautiful picture of the yeah. both of you guys. And I was just like, oh, I was like, I was like, hey, I was like, and this was before you asked because I remember I was like, hey, I was like, when we do, because yeah. you're also someone who like, we're just like, oh yeah, we'll record with Mark. Like, you know, we're like, we're like recording with our friends here at the yeah, shop. Right. I was like, hey, I was like, when, I was like, whenever we do an episode with Mark, we got to use this image. This is like a really nice high res <laughs> photo of the both of you. Uh, but yeah, it's you know like he's very much someone like cool with like that. Yeah. Are you going on the next Jericho cruise? No. I don't think anyone's going on the next I, I, Jericho yeah. cruise. We're it, never going on that cruise. Even if you know the pandemic had never happened, I because I remember I, I I was asked you know if I and I, I was thinking of going to the most recent one. I was like, no, nah, I'd rather just be here at work. It's very much that. Like I'd rather work, you know, because obviously shit has to be done when half of the stores going away to the cruise someone has to stay back and make sure things are i mean not it, that i'm in charge but you know it's see, so fun see that's that's why i go because i don't want i don't want to be stuck like i remember and i think that's probably why frank will probably wind up going on the third one even though he says he he's not yeah, he clearly is yeah because it's that where it's like oh wait frank's gone ryan's gone stank's gone michael's gone Vinny's gone. So that means when any anything in their fucking department starts going to shit, it's up to like me, 
me, Jared, and Karima to try to like fix it all together. No thanks. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I would rather be stuck in the middle. Like I remember, I felt bad. I think it was like on the first Jericho cruise where uh, Paul was supposed to do something. Oh, he was supposed to order the shirts. And he literally forgot the first day. And he messages me and I'm just like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I was like, you, you told, I was like, you told Frank, you knew how to do this. I'm like, I, I can't help you. And the thing is the fucked up thing too, was we had recorded a video, a kind of like a little how to video. Uh I couldn't send it. Like I was like the shitty reception, the shitty reception. I was like, I, I literally was just walking around the boat trying to find like the best reception. And I think like by the time it finally sent, he was just like, it's okay. I figured it out. And I was like, all right, we'll just keep that video because. Right. Yeah. For uh, reference. Yeah. I'm like, I'm stuck on it. Like I'm stuck in the middle of a fucking boat, brother. There, there's some one. I, I think like the first Jericho cruise was f- more fun than the second one. But like, there's something about like not having phone reception, not being able to do emails, not having to do submissions. And you're just like, nothing I can do. See, but relax. I, see, I still had my phone though. Like yeah. I'm, I don't know. I was just like, ah, it's fine. I was like, like, even if something at the shop happened, you're like, like, like with Paul, I can't help you, man. Sorry. Yeah, Mark, you should, listen, if the third Diego cruise happens, you you have to come. I I can't. I got, we're making you do it. Yeah, no, no, don't worry. We've commanded you to. I I don't get paid to be in the cruise. That's fine. Yeah. No, it's not. We'll pay you. We'll pay you. (laughs) Yeah. We'll pay you with all the podcast money we're making. All right. All right. I'll go. Yeah, and then that way we won't have to share a room with Michael. That's right. <laughs> well, my wife's going, so I got to share. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's going to be a lot of ocean motion going on. <laughs> yeah, you mean sex. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about boy. sex. I'm going to have the sex on the boat. Hell yeah. So, Mark, uh, your first year's done here. What, what, do you see in, what do you see in your future? Yeah, what's your five-year plan? Uh, working here. Moving on up, hopefully. Um you know he's gunning for your job well listen eventually eventually ryan's gonna leave and then frank will take over for ryan and then i'll probably take over for frank Frank. yeah Yeah. there'll be a power vacuum yeah because i like i always say like before you started working there i would literally always be like man i'd be like once once i'm in frank's position i'm like i'm gonna convince frank let's pay cousin jeremy a little bit more and cousin jeremy will come take over but by then cousin jeremy will be he'll have aged out you know (laughs) yeah but and his beard is gone, and so all his power is yeah, exactly. Left. But Mark over here, you know, yeah, he'll finally start growing. Like he'll get, more, he'll only yeah. get more powerful. Yeah, yeah. My peach fuzz will grow into an actual mustache. It'll darken, fill in. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I don't know, man. Is there anything you know we didn't cover on here? Is there anything you wanted to to talk about? Bring uh, up, you know, the, the floor is all yours, buddy. I mean, you did say you like ninety seven percent of the staff, right? But there's, what's the three percent you don't like? Three uh, percent. Well, I guess name names. <clears throat> you know what? I don't think I dislike anybody. I think it's very much. I'm very much annoyed by certain people at the shop. Like Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, he's kind of. What if he did listen? Like, what if he was like? We're just shitting on him. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, mean, I admit it. I like listen. the guy. I mean, I don't. Well, he's cool, but like, there's times where like it's like. I guess miscommunication, if you will, and uh, is it his ugly face? Nah, he's got. He's is got it his a, stupid earrings? <laughs> oh, he, I don't think he's wearing those. You know, the is cross it his, earrings anymore. Is it his dumpy body? Nah, <laughs> We're just. 
Here, throw out. Come on, let's throw out insults. What if he's just like, come on, Stanky? He goes, I listen every week. <laughs> he, he's just like tearing up PWT cash shirts that he bought. Yeah, I mean, we're just joking. Yeah, it's a little I mean, bit. I can't really think of anybody. I mean, what's well, good? You know, it, it shows. Yeah, it shows a lot about Mark that uh, when put diplomacy. on diplomacy. Yeah, when put on the spot, and that you know, it, it's good because you are genuinely like a good person yeah. that like. You know, you you care about yourself. You care about yourself, obviously. You care about others a lot. And uh, as don't get me wrong, there's certain times you say really fucked up things, like uh, uh, stories about uh, the beautiful women in my life. Yeah, you'll see. This Mark Mark loves himself a single mom. So if you're a single mom listening to this, he wants to take care of you. Yeah, he yeah he just he wants Uh, to take care of you. Part time taking care of you. Most of the time, I'm probably going to watch Paw Patrol with your kid. But, you know. <laughs> I think you're saying, like, Steven Universe or something. But I mean, yeah, Steven Universe, Adventure Time, you know, whatever. Whatever the kid likes to watch, yeah. obviously, you know. <laughs> Dealer's choice. Maybe sometimes, you know, kids could get annoying. I'm like, here's some fruit snacks. Go watch Paw Patrol. Me and your mom are going to fix the bed. We're going to wrestle. We're going to wrestle. We're going to be like Mr. and Mrs. Stinking out at sea. Yeah. yeah. Let a <laughs> boat motion. <laughs> All right, Mark. Well, uh, hey, man, thanks for coming on. Uh, definitely someone we're going to bring back on because, like I said, it's you're someone. That, I mean, I talk to you all day anyway. Right. You know, that's why it's like it's kind of weird where I'm like, oh, let's sit down in front of a microphone and do it. But like, like even Without all the, you know, gruesome content we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Mark, even right now, Mark, they were yelling at him about how he has to have decorum. Uh, when he is speaking in front, in front of some of the people at the shop, because the one thing, uh, yeah. you know, the one thing I love about Mark is uh, no filter. It's no filter yeah. sometimes, you know, yeah. and that's the best. That's the best way to be. Yeah, because most like, of the time. Yeah, because again, at pro wrestling tees, we know when to be professional yeah, right. and act like professional and maintain professionalism. I mean, I say fucked up things all the time, but I don't mean it. You know, like. I, I tend to have a like you know a fucked up sense of humor. I think it's other people might not take. I mean, it's twenty twenty. People, that shit don't fight no more. So obviously, I'm stuck in a early twenty tens mentality of like, oh, this is funny. Nah. But hey, you know, people grow. Yeah. Like I often, I the one thing I I thank Facebook for. I don't really go on Facebook anymore. But the one thing I I thank them for is showing me like the memories tab, where it shows you things you have posted before in the past. Because oftentimes I would You'll post cringe. <laughs> cringe. Listen, I never like said the n-word or anything, right. you know. But I would just post really like cringy things where I'm just like, "You're like, wow, oh, I was so edgy back oh, then." God. Yeah. Um, Paul might be into that. What's up, Paul? I mean, this guy. He he told me some stuff about you know some cringy shit he used to do. I yep. mean, I seen a picture of him. Where we used, he used to have a little ball on his head. What, Paul? Paul had a little ball on his head? Like his hair. Like the fifth element guy? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, never mind then. <laughs> Paul used to have a little ball on his head? I don't know. I don't know. Paul, I used to have different thoughts about Paul when I first started here. <laughs> Listen, I used to work with Paul and people had a lot of different thoughts about Paul. Even now, people have a lot of different thoughts Listen, about Paul. Paul's a very outlandish guy. Yes, he is one of my favorite. One of my favorite versions of Paul is eight percent Paul. Mark and I famously talked about an eight percent Paul uh, on uh, my violent tendencies, and you know the the short of the story is, the, uh, get Paul an eight percent beer, and the man will 
He'll shortly be telling you how much he loves you. He'll and open up like a flower. Opens up like a flower. Uh, but Mark, uh, w- w- do you want people to find you online, or you know, did you just remain in the shadows, or? Sure. Uh, my Twitter handle and Instagram is uh, noobdude126. If you guys wish to follow me, you don't have to. But other than that, uh, are your DMs open? My yeah. Uh, single moms uh, must live in the Chicagoland area, preferably on the south side, so you don't have to travel much. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind walking distance. You know, I'll come to you. Don't worry. I'll uh, I'll make sure to bring some fruit snacks for your yeah, kids. Yeah. What kind of fruit snacks do your kids like? Yeah, and I'll bring myself for you. Mark, Mark, ladies and gentlemen, such a thoughtful guy. Not only thinking about himself. But, uh, he's a human fruit snack yeah. <laughs> for single moms. <laughs> and not only that, but he's also the hangman page of Pro Wrestling Tees. Thank you again to Mark for that. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I remember him like telling me when he first started, he would always just go downtown. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, I was like, for, for why? He's like, I don't know. I just like going downtown. And again, just like such a weird thing for me because. I hate people, and I it, downtown's just always so crowded. But, um, you know, hopefully, hopefully, once his sale is over, he'll be able to to go down there. Um, I don't know if we talked about the Seven Eleven at all. No, we haven't, right? Oh no! So, man, this place. The owners of the uh, there's a Seven Eleven now, well, right down the block from from One Hour Tees Pro Wrestling Tees. They just opened up. And these people, the owner of this establishment is going to be able to put his children through school based alone. <laughs> um, the, so, first of all, they've been building it for a while and we have had our eyes on it like hawks because like we love getting treats. We love GoPuff, but like GoPuff gets expensive after a while when you just want a couple sodas. And like the, the minute these doors opened, <laughs> We were we were flooding that place like almost all day. Yeah, it's well also because there's a um, there's a liquor store. Yeah, they don't have the like like a lot of their stuff is often like expired. It's old. Like you have to spend yeah. X amount of money there. There's just there's not a lot of stuff available there. Like if we're being honest, just not a lot of stuff it's available. A little, there. It's a little more of a walk too. You got to kind of walk across a couple streets to get to it. Mm-hmm. But. This place is it's legitimately right there. You know, it, yeah. it's right there. It's maybe like a minute away from the shop. I just started hopping over the fence because it's small enough and I don't want to walk around. Um <laughs> but I'm getting older now so my knees will probably be like stop. Stop jumping fences. Um so yeah, it's right there and it is dangerous it is a dangerous thing david especially like again with the upcoming sale which usually keeps us there pretty late pretty busy it's good as far as like snacks and shit um but yeah you know i've um, i mean they have, they have a gallon mug with a handle on it for, for, you can for buy. slurpees yeah for slurpees yeah i mean listen we've all been to 7-elevens but for some reason first of all this one's nice and big this one looks like it's out of a out movie of- yeah, it's too it's too perfect, and so like me and Michael like walk through it like first thing in the morning, and we're like, they got chips, and they got the tall cans of Pepsi, and oh, they got a whole ice cream set, like you know, 
clearly most 7-Elevens have all this stuff, but it's just, it's nice to have access to it. Like literally it's like a 30 second walk from the shop. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, so I had two gigantic Slurpees that day. Uh, it's going to be dangerous. Very dangerous indeed. Um, yeah. But once again, you know, if uh, if any of you guys are stopping by the Pro Wrestling Tea store, I believe everything in there is like, I forgot what the sale was. Ryan posted a video. It, I think it was like maybe 40% off everything in the store. Um, yeah. Don't quote me on that, uh, please. We're not, doing one, we're not doing one hours. Yeah, no Just one don't hours. Even so if you go into the store, you know, whatever is in there, it's I, I believe it's 40% off again. Don't quote me on it, please. And that's uh, not required. Don't be a shithead. Exactly. And hey, listen, if you do stop by, Head over Seven Eleven, uh, because it's there and it's just it's so shiny and brand new. Uh, but Dave, we we talked a lot up front, so we'll go ahead and uh, kind of cut it short here. Thanks again to the wonderful sponsors though of the PWT cast. We of course got Freelance yes. Wrestling, M Three Toys, Cryptic Closet, and Gorilla Publishing. Without those wonderful people. Uh, we wouldn't be able to bring you the show for free every week. Uh, so once again, next week we will be having a Thanksgiving episode. Um, guests to be determined it might listen it might just be me and david it might be me david and his brother it might be me david and i don't know scotty pippen who knows i mean it won't be scotty pippen guys don't don't it might be scotty maybe you know uh maybe listen i've I've seen uh, devin sawa tweeting about wanting a ps5 maybe i can get a hand on a ps5 and exchange it to him for appearing on the show yeah you never know so maybe devin sawa uh, no, I, I don't think we're gonna done something either. But it'll be a fun Thanksgiving episode nonetheless. You know, we brought you one last year. We're gonna it's gonna be a yearly tradition. All right, yeah. guys. Uh so uh you know, thanks again to everyone who listened this week. Uh but unfortunately it's come to that time where I've run out of things to say. And I too have run out of things to say, so Alright guys. Well for the PWT cast, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here. Friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so, I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang. <laughs>